The Tri-County Area Chamber of Commerce is a business advocacy organization serving southeastern Berks, western Montgomery, and northern Chester counties, as well as the Route 422 corridor. Our office has been located in Pottstown for our entire 90-plus years in business since 1927. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Chamber Chat with the Tri-County Area Chamber of Commerce. My name is Bill Vitiello from the Victory Bank, and I'll be your host for this podcast. Remember the last time you called your bank and heard... Press 1 to wait for the next available representative. Press 2 to leave a voicemail. Now, listen to the difference at the Victory Bank. Hello, Victory Bank. Jennifer speaking. Real people. No voicemail. Everyone deserves a victory. The Victory Bank. We exist to help our clients fulfill their visions and dreams. Member FDIC. Whether you're buying your dream home or selling the property you've called home for years, Freestyle Real Estate is committed to providing each client with exceptional services throughout the real estate process. Freestyle Real Estate was started in 2009 as an alternative to the big box real estate agencies in the Tri-County area and beyond. We cater to both buyer and seller needs and also offer residential property management services. But our goal isn't simply to buy, sell, or manage real estate. We go above that. Our mission is to provide you with one-of-a-kind professional services to help you successfully achieve your real estate goals. At Freestyle Real Estate, we are passionate about what we do and want to be your trusted advisor, a realtor you can trust for life. Visit us at www.freestyle.re.com to find out more about the freestyle difference. We are real estate for real people. Hello, everyone, and welcome into the interview portion of the Tri-County Area Chamber of Commerce Chamber Chat. I am here with, so I'm going to let you introduce yourself because I'm going to butcher your last name. <laughs> it's but, so easy. I don't know why. Oh, uh, re- really? <laughs> really? It's Joe Rusevich. Rusevich. Okay, yes. good. And Joe is uh, from the Pottstown, you see, <laughs> and I got the paper in front of me <laughs> from the Foundation for Pottstown Education. Yeah, that's so, right. So welcome, Joe. Thank you. I know Is we've known Joe? each other for a long time and I never even know how to say your last name. So That's okay. A lot yeah. of people don't. It took years and years of practice. Yeah. Don't ask me to repeat it. Okay. I won't. <laughs> so, <laughs> so tell me a little bit about the foundation. Gladly. Uh, we are a 501c3 nonprofit. Our main focus is raising funds to support programs for the Pottstown School District. Um, it was founded in 1985 by the school board, the school district board at that time, and it was called PIPS, uh, Pride in Pottstown Public Schools. Mm-hmm. And um, it was de- developed because of the deteriorating ta- tax base in Pottstown with all the businesses closing down and people moving out of town, uh, the tax base got smaller and smaller. And so for need uh, funding, they formed this um, foundation, which was one of the first foundations, education foundations founded in Pennsylvania for public schools. And uh, then in 2009, the school board decided to turn it over to a nonprofit, and that's when we became the foundation for Pottstown Education. Gotcha, gotcha. So, so I've heard about the foundation. I've heard of other foundations and some other areas around yes. us. What? Tell me, nuts and bolts. What do you guys do? What does the foundation provide to the uh, to the schools? 
Um, as I said, we fund programs. We don't run programs ourselves. Uh, some of the big programs that a lot of people know about uh, would be the early college program where we select juniors and seniors, uh, actually the juniors in their sophomore year. They have to have a 90% GPA at the end of the winter semester and they can apply for this scholarship where we'll fund, most of the funding is 100% of 30 credits over their two years of being in high school. Uh, some of the students, based on family income, we provide 50% funding, uh, up to 30 credits. So when those students graduate from high school, they could have their freshman year under their belt and mm -hmm. go in being ahead of the game and starting as a sophomore. Wow, that's excellent. So that's one of the biggest programs. Um, we do fund field trips. Um, a lot of field trips were cut from the school district budget. Uh, teachers will raise some money uh, on their own to provide the funding or parents have to pay. Uh, one of the biggest trips the last two years is we provided for all seventh graders to go down to iFly in King of Prussia. Mm. Now that sounds great and fun like you know they're learning parachuting but there's a STEM activity with it. They have to do an exercise which based on their body weight have to figure out how much pressure, air pressure, and I hope I'm getting that right because I'm not a teacher, but the air pressure. Nor am I, so I'm not going to question <laughs> you. Yet. Don't question me, but yeah. who knows who will. You said you're the genius in the room right now. <laughs> That's a first for me. <laughs> uh, but anyway, they do the calculation, and then after they actually do the flying and they have the actual data recorded, they sit and figure out where the difference was, how, how they were off on their calculations. Mm. So it's not just fun, but it's a fun way of learning mm -hmm. and doing the STEM teaching. Okay, and so are these programs, uh, are they year-round? Um, the early college program is year-round. This uh, STEM field trip is a one-shot deal. Um, they do do some work ahead of time and after time, so it leads in with their curriculum, so they're doing work on it. So this just really emphasizes the curriculum study that they've been working on in both math and science, gotcha. you know, not just in science. Okay, so how are you guys funded? We are funded strictly through donations. Um, the only tax money that we receive is EITC, which is Education Improvement Tax Credit, where local businesses have to apply and they can uh, get 70 to 90 percent of their donation back as a tax credit, not as a deduction, but a credit. Um, the difference is the 70 percent if they give for one year then say they give $10,000 for one year, they get $7,000 credit for that year. But if they commit to two years, it goes up to 90%. So for that $10,000 uh, deduction or donation, they get a $9,000 tax credit. Yeah. So that's one of the ways, but most of it is, is strictly either from grants. Um, we receive grants from the Pottstown Area Health and Wellness Foundation, uh, the Mary Potter Fund, which is through the First Presbyterian Church here in Pottstown. Um, they donate money to us for through grants, um, but most of it is just a general ask. Okay, so you're um, through events or just online giving? Is it a personal ask, like generating the relationships? It's a really a combination. We do one event a year, which um, is our special event geared around the high school musical or the district musical. They alternate year to year. Uh, this coming year is going to be uh, Susical the Musical, so next March. It's a district-wide, which means all the students, elementary through high school, participate in it. We do a dinner 
um, cater by the culinary arts and we're not only showcasing the students on stage and stagehands, we're also showcasing the students that are cooking and, and preparing uh, through the culinary art program. So that's our biggest uh, fundraising event. All the rest is, uh, our biggest one is our annual support campaign, which we are currently in our second annual support campaign and trying to raise $75,000 through the community um, through um, what we call the Chairman's Roundtable, which was $1,000 gifts, uh, through the business divisions, which naturally is through uh, all the local businesses and the businesses that the school district deals with. We also raise uh, through the school board and the foundation board. And I'm very pleased in the last two years that I've been there, our uh, foundation board has given it 100%. So every one nice. of our board members has donated. Um, but then the bigger ones coming out in May and June are the alumni. Uh, we have 19,200 alumni and counting and uh, through the community, individuals in our community. So that makes up our annual support campaign. Okay, yeah, and I can relate to the alumni thing. I'm the chairman for the Montgomery County Community College Alumni yes. Association. Right. And to be able to keep in touch with those folks sometimes can be a little challenging. It can be. Um, because you have some you know, older information or what have you, but um, right. it's also a community that if mobilized can really be a huge benefit to an organization. Absolutely, and you know, there's a lot of pride with the alumni. Yeah. And uh, you know that's generated through through the foundation through our campaigns. As yeah, well. yeah. So um, so you've done a great job explaining the foundation, but I know a lot of um, like five hundred ones have a mission statement. Do you guys have like a mission statement that um, you have? Yes, that's just fact, kind of an easy question. Well, we actually just revised our mission statement um, okay. through a grant that we received from the Pottstown Area Health and Wellness. Uh, foundation, we became members of the LaSalle Nonprofit Center. And with that, they do a uh, board training. And one of the things that came out of the board training is our mission was a little bit uh, confusing and, and a little bit long. So we wanted to narrow it. So currently, it is to raise funds for and support life changing educational opportunities for the students and the teachers in the Pottstown School District promoting the enhancement of our community. Mm. So we took some of our old mission statement and put it into this one. Um, but the really key thing we want people to understand is we support and fund programs. We don't actually go out and do them. I'm a staff of one full-time person. I have a 12-hour administrative assistant. Mm -hmm. So do programs on top of raising funds be a little difficult. Oh, sure. Absolutely. And what do you guys do on social media? I know social media is a huge platform for organizations now, again, whether you're for-profit or not-for-profit. Um, what are you guys doing on social media? What are some of the platforms that you're on? We're on uh, primarily Facebook and Twitter. Um, I have my own LinkedIn account, and I promote the foundation through that. Uh, but currently, we're doing a campaign on our Facebook page uh, giant at Upland Square has a pro well all giants do but the giant in Upland Square um, adopted us for this month of April they have uh, bags for my cause so the reusable bags you see at the oh, grocery yeah. store I, we got some yes I forgot to yeah I yes. totally didn't make the connection there yeah those uh, for this month a uh, dollar of the 250 you spent on those bags mm -hmm. goes to the foundation for Pottstown education great so we're asking people to go do that but then take a selfie with them in the bag we're one of eight nonprofits in the area that's supporting the Pottstown Proud Night at the Reading Phillies, and we're giving away um, over 500 tickets to the community. 
but we have some revert those are general admission tickets we have some reserve seating tickets so we will randomly draw one person from this facebook promotion and give them four reserve seats mm -hmm. so their seats will be guaranteed okay so those bags that are at the uh, giant and upland there how long does that run for that runs till the end of april it's one month it started april 1st and okay. it ends the 30th of april okay so by the time this podcast does go live we're going to be outside of that april time right. frame so here's what i would encourage the audience to do if you're interested in finding out some more information about the foundation for Pottstown education to definitely reach out to Joe I will put his contact information in the episode notes so if you miss that window where you weren't able to support with the bags then you can maybe help support uh, in another way because I again all these examples of the programming I think are fantastic thank you yeah, yeah we really appreciate it and we like I said we're doing our annual support campaign now so they, they should be hearing from our workers nice so as, as a foundation do you guys have a board of directors yes we have uh, currently we have 16 on our board of directors um, and they're some are alumni some are not but they're all interested in promoting Pottstown education and and helping our board succeed um, we have all walks of life, ages, and um, I was really pleased. One of the first things I did when I came here was do a matrix on our board makeup, mm -hmm. and we're pretty darn close to the makeup of the borough of Pottstown with the minority, male, female, and age categories. Oh, so cool. It truly represents the community of Pottstown. Yeah, and, and it is important to have that diversity because you get so many, so many different opinions and so many outlooks on the, the direction the foundation could go in. Uh, exactly. So that is important, yeah. Exactly, and they're the community that supports the school district. Too. Yeah. So. Do you have the capacity for additional board members? Yes, we can go up to 22. I'd like to keep it around 20. Okay. So if anybody's interested in finding out what's all involved, they can get a hold of me as well. Well, that's what I was going to say. I mean, obviously this podcast is you know a, a forum for you to describe what the foundation does, but for those folks listening who want to be a little bit more involved in the community, it's an opportunity to maybe connect with something that they're passionate about or something they feel um, again they could they could do for their community so again I'll put yeah. Joe's contact if you're gonna get a lot of questions that's great a lot of phone calls that's fine I'm happy you're to gonna have them. to you're gonna have to hire a 18 hour assistant now instead of 12 yeah, I think we could swing that okay all right good <laughs> we want to get you to that point yeah I have a feeling you'll go viral after this podcast <laughs> Um, so you have some other notes there. There's some other things that you wanted to mention? Well, just, you know, when you ask what we do, last year uh, we donated back to the school district $181,000. So through all of our fundraising, um, these are some of the programs that we've supported uh, that I talked about. There's many more that I talked about, but um, this year at the end of March, which is the end of our third quarter, we're already at $155,000, so we'll wow. probably go well above that 181 from last year. That's great. So it's really a great opportunity um, to increase things and give back more to the school district. So has that has the, the amount of giving increased each year, or do you find that some years are higher, lower than others? It's kind of like an it, ebb and flow. It does fluctuate, and I think it all depends on um, how well we tell our story and talk about the need that we have. Um, prior to, to my getting here, um, there was an executive director and for just about a year, but prior to that, Dr. Myra Forrest, who a lot of people know, were, was the executive director and she really got the ball rolling um, to get us and tell the story. And particularly in the early, uh, at the early college program that I spoke about earlier. Mm -hmm. um, so it does ebb and flow with, you know, 
the asks that we make in the community, but also the story that we tell. So I was telling some other, some previous guests, this podcast would be perfect to forward to somebody who's interested in learning about your organization. They get a chance to better understand what you guys do and where the funding come from and some of the other you know programming and yes. asks that you're... Absolutely, because we do put on uh, news releases on our website as well. They can look at that. Um, they can see some of the activity that we've done, but we also list all of our donors on that website. Mm-hmm. Unless, of course, they want to be anonymous, uh, then we don't list them sure, there. Sure. But yeah, that's all on our website as well. Yeah. So how did you come to the Foundation for Pottstown Education? <laughs> it's interesting. I, I actually spent 36 years in another nonprofit, the YMCA. Okay. Um, so I'm originally from the western part of the state, but... Um, Started my career out in Michigan at a YMCA there and then slowly worked my way back to to Pennsylvania. Um, I did move to this area as the executive director of the Pottstown Y uh, back in the the early 2000s and then spent the last 12 years at the Upper Main Line Y, um, particularly in Exton. Um, Then this position opened up here. It was closer home rather than driving 100 south to, uh, to work every day. And I applied for the position because a lot of my work with the YMCA is board development and fundraising, mm-hmm. and that's what it takes to do this job. Gotcha. So now, so how long have you lived here again? I've lived in this area for 19 years. 19 years. Yes. Yeah, it's a long time. Yeah, my wife, wife and I, we first moved into the area in 99. That's the same time we moved Yeah, here. we were coming from the uh, Hatfield-Lansdale area, and yeah. my parents and her parents wanted us so bad to buy a house back then, you know, back in that area, and, and just what we were looking for, there's no way we could afford it. Right. So we came up here to uh, Pottstown, Upper Pottsgrove specifically, mm-hmm. and, you know, found a nice uh, home up there, and we, we love this area, and, and I think, you know, kind of circling this into the community piece of it, you know, we love being in this community. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of need in this community. But then there's also a lot of people who are willing to help with that need. Absolutely. There's a lot of support. I mean, just look at, you know, what happened with the Y being closed and how many people rallied around that mm-hmm. to, to get that uh, to stay open. But um, even downtown, you look at the face of downtown, it's just changing and growing. It really is. I was walking on the main street the other day and you have the Splitting Edge, you have Pottstown United Brewery, you have the Kiki Bar, Beverly's Pastry Shop. Like There's so many places on that main street. And I feel there was there was a palpable feel to the people that I was talking to um, during that walk and when I was popping into those different places. And, and it was a feeling that I hadn't had in the past. Right. And I remember going home and telling my wife about it. And I'm like, we really need to get and start getting on High Street again. Mm-hmm. You know, you got the Playhouse and there's, so, again, right. so many other great places. There definitely is. And, you know, that's the the neat thing about my job too is I get to see the benefactors of our donation with the students and it's it's truly amazing to me what how they feel and and the thankfulness they have and appreciation they show for what we do for them Um, and I always tell the story of we do with the early college program when they graduate we have a dinner for them prior to the board meeting so we introduce them to the board as graduates and I talked about this, like I shared with you, how much money we raise. And one of the students asked, how much does the early college program cost? And I said, well, you know, it's this amount, but it's $5,700 per student. And he said, Mr. Osevich, that's not right. I said, 
yes it is what are you talking about he said i'm going to drexel it cost me fifty three thousand dollars he said you saved me fifty three thousand dollars wow so it's more than that so that just shows you the how the students look at it i mean they know about this fair funding Mm -hmm. and how you know the Pottstown school district not having the 13 million dollars they should have and they see it and see that they're behind and they try to do things to get caught up to the other students at the other school districts and you know these are the kind of comments they make is there anything else you want me to uh, want to tell us the audience about the foundation for Pottstown education in our final moments here just to reach out to us um, you know I'm more than happy to talk to any group about what we do um, as I said we have an annual support camp campaign going on and Frank Strunk is our general chairman of that he'd be more than happy to come out and speak with people uh, as would any of our boards so just reach out to us and let us know Uh, I was fortunate a couple weeks ago to speak at the Rotary Club and afterwards uh, a lot of people came up to me and said wow we didn't know these things were going on Mm. so the number one it's you know telling me we need to tell a better story Mm -hmm. Um, so thus this podcast is really going to be helpful to us and the other thing is we need to reach out to more people and have them come reach out to us. Yeah. Well, we're, as the chamber, we're happy to provide that platform. You know, feel free to share it on your social media channels. Oh, and we'll absolutely. kind of take you through that a little bit, too, as, uh, as the time gets near uh, when we actually air this. So, Joe, thanks for coming on today. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate it, Bill. It's a great, a great thing you're doing for the chamber. And, by the way, this is after the uh, annual dinner. Congratulations on being the volunteer of the year. It's Thank- a great honor and well-deserved. Thank you. And I, and I had said to Eileen earlier, because we were talking a little bit about it, I said, you know, I said, it's, it's great to be the recipient of that. I'm, I'm very thankful. But I, I wouldn't be that if they weren't open-minded to this podcast. And being open to change and wanting to make a difference and just do something different that some other organizations aren't out there. So um, while I'm happy to take partial credit, I can't take it all. So, well, thank you. You're welcome. And and to your point of the chamber and their help, too. uh, When I moved here in 91, I excuse me, 99, became uh, a member of the Leadership Tri-County program. Mm. And um, that was one of the best exposures to the Pottstown community I could have ever had and uh, I really appreciate them having that particular program as well yeah and that's a, that's been a great program for the chamber Jennifer O'Donnell runs that exclusively now so um, more to come on on the um, the leadership tri-county so right. Joe thanks again I appreciate it you're welcome thank you Bill all right thank you again for downloading this episode If you would like to stay in touch with your Chamber of Commerce, please visit our website. That's tricountyareachamber.com. You can also follow us on social media, on LinkedIn. We are on Twitter, Facebook, and now Instagram. You can also pick up the phone and call us at 610-326-2900. A live person will pick up the phone. Once again, on social media, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Also, please consider subscribing to this podcast. This podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Stitcher, and many more. So again, subscribe to this podcast and also turn on notifications where you'll be notified of new episodes. The Tri-County Area Chamber of Commerce, serving the greater Pottstown area, since 1927.